The opinions expressed in the following program are our own. We're just two Canadian dudes, and we got an opinion that we'd like to share, and we're really glad you're listening. This is The Awakener. What's going on, dude? Hey, Awakener, what's happening? Hey, you're loud and clear. Good. Works now? It works. Good. What are you up to? Uh, the usual, man. Nothing nothing special, just watching the world collapse before our eyes. Oh, man, it's crazy. I'm just sitting here having corona, uh, reading the day's current events, and it's unbelievable what's unfolding. Okay, you got to clarify for the audience. You're drinking a Corona beer. You're not having Corona. No, I'm not having Corona. I'm drinking a Corona beer. <laughs> did you ever notice the past week? Did you see the news? Joe Biden goes to visit Israel and Saudi Arabia. They signed an agreement that uh, the U.S. will basically have Israel's back. And what happens the very next day? Putin basically organizes a meeting with the uh, the East. The Iranians, right? <laughs> it's crazy, man. It, it's Yeah, it, He's there with some mullahs over there with with Iran. I mean, it's very obvious who the axis of evil is. It's very funny. And we got our fake ally in Turkey. That yeah. Won't, oh. that, that, won't, that won't have our back whatsoever. Oh, we know that already. They're trying to rebuild an Ottoman, a new Ottoman Empire over there. It's amazing what's happening. And, and the cabal is getting, they are exposing themselves left, right, and center. Christian Freeland here in Canada, uh, the deputy prime minister. Look at all those uh, natural gas uh, turbines they had of Russians. And they got to, uh, there's no sanctions on them. They're repairing them, sending them back to Russia. And all the Ukrainian people are upset. Like, what are you doing? Isn't there a war going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all a farce, man. It's all a farce. It's it's a big joke, and I can't believe anybody's even following that anymore. Well, I mean, you and me have been following it. We know exactly the steps that's happening, right? So, you know, right. We, we have the demoralization of our society over the last forty years, telling us the Iron Curtain yep. was collapsed, uh, and then we had Barack Obama planning the war or the revolution, and this revolution that was supposed to happen in Hillary, and uh, wow, this is like out of a page of like communist takeover, one hundred and one, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Pure what you, Marxism. What, do you, what, do you, what have you done to prepare? Anything? You know what? I haven't done enough. The problem <laughs> is I'm telling all my friends, this is what you need to do. Stock up. Do this. Do that. And I'm not doing. I, I'm, you know, do what I say. Don't do what I do. I'm going to give you shit, dude. <laughs> I know. I give everyone shit. Like, what are you doing? You should. The time is you at, should. The time is at hand. I kid you not. There is no time to waste because we could be just days days before something happens. I don't know. I, listen, I think you're absolutely right because I feel the same way. I think something is definitely going to be triggered before the, the midterm elections in the States in November. So anything between now and then, probably sooner rather than later, something is going to trigger. Something's going to happen. Oh, it's the, uh, the implosion of Joe Biden. That's oh, what it is. Look, look at his poll numbers. Look at everything that's happening around him. Americans can't stand him. And you know what? Honestly, I don't think that they can even cheat out of this election coming up. 
I think this is a foregone conclusion. The Republicans are going to win. Uh, I, I do not see... Uh, they, there's no way they can pull this off, man. It's impossible. It, it, it's too huge. It's too... You, like What they did in 2020, that was one thing. They brought in COVID. It was all new. That's one thing. But right now, it's too huge. The American public, the Canadian public, the whole Western world, we're being hammered with inflationary numbers that we haven't seen in 40 years. Interest rates skyrocketing, not a quarter point, not a, a half of a basis point, a whole percentage point. I mean, it's, it's huge. We're seeing stuff that, that some people that, that are alive today never experienced this before. And we have, uh, we have Dumb and Dumber running the show here in Canada. He well, says, yeah, what is that with this new haircut he got? <laughs> I mean, he really wants to look like, uh, no, they're, they're, like Dumb and Dumber. No, he, he, he went to... Uh, he knows that people are hurting, okay? This is what commies do. So he's trying to... Uh, He's trying to look a little bit more like an average Joe you feel sorry for. You know, not this corrupt, evil leader that could possibly do something bad. He's this dumb leader now who just is stupid. And, like, let's just all, like, you know, let's just forgive him. Well, you know what? I don't think it's working. His poll numbers are plummeting. People are, are wanting a change. It's north and south of the border. Dude, who the, um, who no the, matter who the fuck did his haircut? I, wanna, I mean, I come on. Know. I mean, <laughs> It looks like they put a bowl on his head. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> I, I, I just don't understand that. It's it's a splitting image, man, of Jim Carrey in those movies. Split, it really it's, is. It's like, what is the image. point? It, it's not making him any more famous. It's not making him any more loved. Uh, he's basically a laughing stock, and he's completely destroyed our country. I heard I heard rumors that they're going to call a snap election very soon. So this is okay. So now we can have some some insider talk now. <laughs> I think that that's not going to be the case. The logic behind that argument is Pierre Polyev is probably going to win the leadership of the Conservatives, and they have to snuff that out before he him? becomes famous, before he has a platform as the new leader, the the presumptive new leader of the Conservative Party. So they would call a snap election. But normally, what happens? What what the audience may not know. What happens in Ottawa is they send to their friends in the media these stories. They leak these stories to the media. The media then runs with it. And then they do polling behind the scenes to see, okay, is this a popular idea or not a popular idea? And then they decide whether they're going to pull the plug or not. So my gut is that they're, you know, fishing. They're sending out that idea to see what people will say. The fact of the matter is, I think it's a stupid concept because even though it might be beneficial for them in the sense of snuffing out their opponent, Canadians don't want to go back to the poll year after year. No. Okay? Trudeau just had an election last year. He couldn't win a majority. He won a minority. He's not going to call another election a year later. So, And his numbers are horrible. Like, you know, gas prices are huge. Interest rates are high. Inflation is huge. Food is through the roof. What's he? What's he going to campaign on? No, he's gonna if he if he runs a snap election again, he's gonna he's gonna lose. Well, he's gonna he's gonna lose. Our numbers are lose for sure. Our numbers, the conservative numbers, are way too high now. Even even their own polls are predicting the conservatives. I think at thirty eight, thirty nine percent now, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, I mean, it depends which poll you look at. I've seen different numbers, different you know, different numbers depending on who the pollster is. But sometimes they'll show the liberals uh, two points ahead. Sometimes they'll show the conservatives six points ahead. But I think the reality is Canadians don't want to go back to the polls. I mean, in this year alone in Ontario, we already have a provincial and then a municipal election in October throughout the province of Ontario. 
and that and Ontario has the most number of seats. No one wants three elections in one year. That would be insane. What's uh what's Doug Ford doing here in Ontario? He's giving powers, new powers to Toronto and Ottawa. So this is absolutely insane. And and again, this is a problem. And John Tory, the mayor of Toronto, is spinning it that this is just to help with uh, affordability for homes. It's absolutely not the case. What happens in our municipal system? The the province controls the rules for all the, the cities and all the towns. And the Premier Doug Ford is planning to give uh, super mayor powers to the mayors of two large cities, Toronto and Ottawa. And what that means is that essentially right now the way it works is the mayor is one vote on council and every councillor has one vote. So the mayor doesn't have a, a veto or anything like that. The mayor is just one person, one vote on council. And that's a democratic system. How, how he wants to change it is for the mayors of Toronto and Ottawa that they have veto power, that they can shut down anything, that, that the province just needs to negotiate with one person, which is the mayor, and to hell with all the elected officials who are elected on council. Right. So it's a completely undemocratic method that he's doing. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's part of the course for Doug Ford, because what did Doug Ford do? He took all the power away from the Ontario legislature, put it in his office, and he was able to lock down this province at his whim, at the snap of his finger, whenever he wanted. Completely undemocratic, never had to go back for a second vote because he took all the power in his hand. Like, it's truly dictatorial. Uh, in the in the States, uh, with the election coming up, uh, whatever Trump seems to be touching seems to be winning, right? So whoever he endorses seems to be winning. I, I really believe that the Democrats are, are going to lose the House and the Senate, and they're going to lose it very, very badly. It's amazing, Awakener. I mean, first of all, let's look at the primary battle for that rhino, Liz Cheney, okay? So Liz Cheney is about 12 percentage points below her competitor, who's Trump uh, uh, endorsed. Liz Cheney, who's, who's the talking head behind the January 6th committee hearings, total rhino, total anti-Trumper. No one in her state wants her uh, elected, and they're going to probably vote for her uh, primary challenger, who's Trump endorsed. Then, previous uh, couple of Tuesdays ago, they had 12 primaries, they had a number of Republican primaries in, uh, on that one day, and there were 12 people that were endorsed by Trump, and 12 out of 12 all won their primaries. And we're talking about some, some of these are newbies that were actually able to beat incumbents. Right. Incumbents meaning like the establishment. Inco- incumbents meaning like the person had the seat right, or, or had that nomination and, um, and, and would have been the presumptive nominee in the next election. And they were, they lost, they lost their, they lost their primary challenge. So, yeah, so part of the establishment, the rhinos, the Republicans in name only, those kind of people that, that Trump did not endorse, they lost. It also seems that this continual drip of information about Hunter Biden, I mean, there was a that gentleman that confronted Biden about his son measuring crack cocaine with a hooker on the video. And it really, yeah, it, because it, there was... It really seems like that video got released because they hacked into his iCloud account. Right. It really seems that they're kind of this drip of information is really trying to soften the blow of the Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, all the crap that they're going to be involved in. 
you know what I mean? Kind of just like, here's the kind of pillow. We've warmed people up for how bad it's going to be. And here it is, you know, that it's not a huge shocker. I agree with you. I think it's a slow awakening that more people hear it, more people see what's going on. They see a little thing on social media. Maybe they didn't believe it at the time when his uh, laptop got uh, uh, got seized. But again, the media shut down the whole the whole thing about the laptop during the election. Joe but Biden actually. Are... Joe Biden actually might be the first president that is actually impeached and removed. Can you imagine? I'm, I'm calling. I mean, it, I'm he, calling it. I'm calling certainly. It. I'm going to call it right now that Joe Biden will be the first president that is impeached and removed. He is. He will be the first, right? I I'm, think, I'm pretty well, sure. He's not the first to be impeached. But I removed. Mean, but, yeah, he probably will be if he if he gets indicted. He might be the first president, actually, to be, like, impeached, indicted, and removed, the whole thing. Right. And this, this is why I think that uh, when this does happen, it's not going to be a shocker to the whole nation and the country, right? It's not going to be this huge thing where like people are going to be like, oh, crap, where did this come from? People are going to be like, you know, I know Joe Biden was a corrupt asshole. Like, okay, do you know what I mean? Let's move on. Let's not, you know what I mean? won't see such, no riots. I think what's going to be the case is that part of the population is going to be already awake to it. I would say at least half the population is already going to be awake to it. They feel something in their bones south of the border. You know, Americans are a little bit more awake than we are north of the border. And then the other part of the population, a good number of them that might have even voted for Joe Biden in the last election, are probably going to say, well, you know what, either we're not surprised or good riddance to Joe Biden because he's destroyed our country. We never expected him to do such destruction. Right. But look where, look where we are now compared to two years ago. Right. Like the constant drip of information is making things more absorbable. Is that even a word? Absorbable? Yeah. <laughs> making, yeah. making it yeah. so people can absorb this better so there's no chaos, right? This is about avoiding chaos in the end. I mean, the, the whole reveal is showing that your leaders are traitors. Yeah. So, absolutely. you know, instead of going from, you know, hero to, you know, shame in a blink of an eye. Like, you know, this is kind of, this is warming people up to the idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think it prepares them. I think it's preparing them for what's going on. Some people are just awake. They understand it. And some people still need to be woken up. Yeah. I think you and me have been on the same page since the beginning that we have never really believed that Joe Biden is the one really running the ship. Right. I think you, you and me, you and me, from the beginning, we're like, this is something fishy going on. There's no way that Joe Biden is running the ship. There'd be things that he would do where he'd be like, oh, okay, that's kind of like what Obama would do. But then you, he would do things where like, that doesn't make any sense, man. Like, why would you put, yeah. why would you put F-22 Raptors in the Middle East to counter a bunch of, uh, what do they call them? They call them these insurgent people, these people who can't even fire AK-47s properly. Like you're gonna put the most advanced stealth fighter versus their their excuses. It, it's it's really interesting seeing both sides play out, man. I'm telling you, if, yeah, you're, if you're if you're if you're awake to it, it's amazing. Or the military games that they're doing uh, in Australia to protect Australia against China's attacks. Oh yeah, and you know they're putting F-22s and F-35s in Guam. There's a whole host of things that they're doing. You know, sixth right. generation fighters bringing out. They're testing new ICBMs, hypersonic missile wow. tests. Uh, they're putting lasers now. It, it's crazy. Russia, Russia's, yeah. I, this is just, you know, they're, they're, uh, I mean, we've talked about this on every show where this is going. This is, it's going to be amazing. Like it's going to, the truth is an amazing thing. It'll set the world free in a good way where people are going to know. I think I really believe it. I've always said that like for years and people maybe thought it was crazy, 
but I've always said the whole world is going to know. Well, it, it's pretty. If you, if you follow the pieces of the puzzle, you start to see it. And it's like how you pointed out about Russia preparing themselves for all-out war. And that wouldn't be the case if they were just fighting Ukraine. Like, that doesn't make sense. But if they're fighting World War III, then the, the moves that they're making in their Duma, in their parliament, make sense. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, our government, this UN establishment, is literally destroying us so that they can get something in return. And our enemies have never been so close to taking us out. That's true. Very true. And hopefully they never win. No, I, I don't think they will win. I, I do not think... I think the people are too awake right now. We're waiting for something big to happen. It kind of it'll be a shock here in Canada, but I think, I think a big enough wave will kind of make it on shores here in Canada and really start to wake a lot of people's minds. There's a reason why COVID came out of that lab when it did, right? Yep. We, we talked about that on the show and beyond COVID there's, there's a reason why there was a fire on a, you know, a submarine in 2018. Uh, yep. There's a reason a lot of things have happened the way they've happened the last few years that a lot of people haven't picked up upon, but you know, maybe me and you have, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I really agree with you. I mean, people people are looking around. They're seeing the Wuhan lab. They're seeing the the scientists here in Canada that were kicked out of the Level Four lab. Uh, you know, and what work they were working on. Dude, you know, this... and a lot of things that the media does not tell the public. Right. That's that's actually the the troubling thing because the media tries to cover up everything and make it all seem really nice, and literally they're lying to our faces. It's interesting, actually, going on YouTube. There's a guy, Dr. John Campbell. He has millions of followers. He's been talking about COVID from the beginning, and uh, he he makes me laugh because he's so obsessed about COVID and he, the way he talks about it. And if you listen to him speak, he. In the last few weeks, he has, it's really interesting to see his perspective now. So COVID, obviously, you know, at the Awakener podcast, we have told you that it's real. We've told you that right now, this is only about uh, spreading infection everywhere. But he has talked about how uh, this virus is mutating and doing things which is not really scientific, which is what a standard virus does over time. Uh, this is not exactly following the exact same thing or exact same lineage. And you should listen to his material because he's an actual scientist and explain it to you. And they're all kind of, this was came out of a lab purposely to infect people primed, right. and, primed and ready to go. Right. And, and, and we know that because we see with long COVID and we see other things that have affected people. There's no question. Right, and reinfection rate is through the roof right now. It's getting more and more and more. And they actually, experts are talking about how, you know, this might be weak, but it's just as infectious as measles right now. And measles, right. measles is super infectious. So uh, at any given time, they're saying reinfection rates could be as little as 28 days. So, but, well, so we kind of told everybody that based on how the mRNA vaccine was created. I mean, it's basically giving you a line of code in your body, telling your body how to make COVID rather than the old-fashioned vaccines, which gave you a dead version of the, of the virus so that your body would identify it and then create antibodies for it. The, the Pfizer and the Moderna, the mRNA vaccines, all they are are lines of code. It tells your, it tells your body how to make COVID, and there's no shutoff valve. But, so but it's, it's not it's, surprising that you see this. Right. But it's interesting to see how kind of people who are not awake to what we and you believe and are talking about kind of go, wait a second, maybe these people are right. Like maybe something weird is going on here. 
It's, oh, it, yeah. It's interesting to watch. Oh, yeah. People people are seeing it, and Awakener, I'll tell you, uh, what I'm seeing in polling and in just talking to people, it, it's a couple of different things. One, people are saying, hey, um, I did the first, For many people are saying, I did the first vaccine, I did the second shot. I don't know why you're asking me to do a third. And some people said, okay, they'll do the third. But then they're saying, hell no, I'm not going to do the fourth. And then you're going to do a fifth in the fall. Like, when is this ever going to end? So people are waking up to that. The other thing that people are waking up to slowly, though, because some people don't put the piece of the puzzle together, is they're seeing all these people that have been vaccinated and then they're dying at a young age from cardiac arrest, you know, sudden, you know, sudden, sudden death. And they and people are saying, well, I don't know. The person just died as, as an adult. Yeah, super dangerous sudden. vaccine. Sorry? Super dangerous vaccine. Well, yeah, like, you know, why do you need a vaccine for something that had a 99.97% uh, survival rate? It, it didn't make any sense at all. But the public never told you that. I mean, sorry, the media never told the public that. That right. was the big, you know, thing. Right. But, you know, it's... It's, it's amazing watching these minds, people who are so entrenched and, oh, there's nothing going on. You're just a crazy person. All of a sudden, it's like, huh, hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, it, it, it's very interesting. It's really interesting where people start, you know, it, it, eventually the cognitive dissonance breaks down and people start saying something doesn't smell right. And I they mean, don't know what it you, is. If you graduated grade eight, I mean, you should know. You know, when something doesn't line up, you would think you would know. The funny thing is, the ones who graduated from the eighth grade or high school seem to be sometimes a little bit more awake. The ones who've done postgraduate work are so indoctrinated just to follow what they've been told, right? The education system just indoctrinates people to just follow and do what they've been told that they never question. They're not, they're, they haven't been taught really to question, which is, Sadly, what higher education is supposed to do, it's oh, I'm supposed sure, to teach you, I'm sure there's somebody right? with a PhD somewhere that has a chalkboard in their house and they try to prove every night why the vaccines are mandatory, <laughs> should be mandatory. No, I know, <laughs> I know, I know somebody exists like that. Well, if, I'll tell you something funny, though. I just saw an Angus Reid poll that just came out today and it showed that the idea of a vaccine passport doesn't matter where you are in Canada is getting at most 26% approval. There's like 70% of the population that says, no way, we don't want to do it. And about 50% of the population in most of the country is say, on average is saying, we're not doing masking again, no matter what. And this is this is why Trudeau looks like Dumb and Dumber. Just feel, so, well, it, feel exactly. silly. Feel sorry for me, man. I'm just a, just a dumb little leader. Exactly, because if you look also, if you break down the polling, the ones who would vote Liberal or NDP are more prone to saying, okay, with the masks and maybe possibly with the vaccine passports. But those who voted Conservative are absolutely against it for the most part. So as more people are looking to vote Conservative now, and there's a lot of new people that are actually planning to change sides. It's really surprising if you look at the polling, the ones who were... 35 and under that would normally be liberal voters are switching over and realizing that they'll probably vote conservative next time. You better. <laughs> yeah. Well, we hope so. Exactly. Our, na our nation depends on it. It was great. literally, it was great to have you on, man. 
Thanks, man. It's great to be on again, and it's great to have a chance to talk to you. Uh, we try to put out shows as frequently as you can. As you know, we're very busy. The Insider has a uh, a very legit thing going on here. Maybe I don't, and uh, you know, we just <laughs> we, we try to do the best we can possibly do. We don't want to overwhelm you with information. I think too much information is just it's you get lost. You know, that's right. No, we want to keep them. We want to keep the audience informed and engaged. But you know, it it can't be like you know overkill so before i let you go i just want to tell the listeners to visit the website theawakener.ca and you heard it from the insider and you heard it from me that the time is necessary now to prepare go to my website subscribe to my email list just in case something happens with trudeau and dumb and dumber tries to take us down but we're going to keep you up to date with where everything goes and uh we're going to see who ends up being right and i think we're going to be more right than wrong dude i think Absolutely. I think you've been right all along the way. I think George Soros is a KGB agent, that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) It was good having you on, buddy. Thanks a lot, Awakener. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you soon. All right, listeners, we'll talk to you later. Enjoy your week.